Hey guys, before we get into the episode of Unook Drill, uh, this is a spoiler warning for The Dark Knight, as well as uh, we dropped some major spoilers for the Amazing Spider-Man movies, the ones with Andrew Garfield. Uh, yeah, Spider-Man and a Batman movie. Alright, I hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, we have Charade hopefully coming out next week. And after that, I believe we are going to try and do the Christmas Chronicles. <sighs> I can't wait for those. Alright guys, welcome back to the Social Outcast podcast. We do not have a guest as they were unable to attend because they were busy. Uh, today we're going to be reviewing The Dark Knight. And I, we're going to try and get out a Thanksgiving episode, but we're kind of, we still haven't found a movie we can do, because our original idea of Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving special is nowhere to be found, quite literally. The only place you can get it is on Apple TV, Yeah, I believe. and I don't think either of us have Apple TV. No. <laughs> Yeah, so, Ollie, do you have the information? Do you want to open up this episode, or do you want me to do it? You do this one, I'll do the next one, okay? Alright. This movie was directed by Christopher Nolan. Uh, the main three actors were Christian Bale, Heath Ledger, and Aaron Eckhart. It is an action-crime-drama movie. Hold on. <laughs> Alright, we're good. It was released in 2008, and the description is when the menace known as the Joker wreaks havoc and chaos on the pe chaos on the people of Gotham, the Batman must accept one of the greatest psychological and physical tests of his to his tests of his ability to fight injustice. Ollie, did you like this movie? I did like this movie, but I know that you have some strong feelings about it. Oh, I was bored out of my mind watching it so you start us out <laughs> well i believe the movie opens up on a bank robbery and yes. it's a bunch of people in joker masks which reminded me of the we live in a society bit from the joker movie i haven't actually seen the joker movie i just know that quote and i'm sick of it from all the memes i haven't seen that movie either there is a guy who, right away, there's a guy who gets, like, shot in the chest and lives, right? By, I'm pretty sure he's shot by a shotgun and lives. And I was just like, are these the superheroes? <laughs> like, oh shit, he should not have been able to survive that. Yeah, we just kind of see these men in Joker masks robbing a bank, and they all seem to have orders that once someone completes a task, they shoot them. And, or, like, kill them. And yeah. then the Joker's one of them, but they don't know that, so... And then, that's the other thing. Everyone keeps name-dropping the Joker throughout the entire thing. Like, uh, and they say it the first time, and then I was like, okay, so it's the Joker squad. Which I figured out from the clown masks, but okay. And then they reveal, or they do a second reveal where they're like, it's the Joker. 
and then they keep name dropping the Joker. They're like, the Joker will get you, the Joker will kill you, the Joker will, the Joker will. And I was like, are you just gonna keep name dropping this guy until he appears on screen? And then that's exactly what happened. They just very much wanted us to know it was the Joker that was doing this. I actually thought that the Joker had a cool idea, killing everyone involved in the heist. You know, that was a pretty smart idea. Only thing is, it's only going to work once, because now no one's going to work for him. Yeah. We never entirely learn the Joker's um, motivations behind why he wanted to rob a bank. Because, I mean, later on he talks about how what he wants to do is basically just wreak havoc and anarchy around Gotham. So he doesn't care about money. We even see him burn his, like, half a million dollars that he earns. Yeah, he burns half of the Mafia's funds that they were about to give him. Yeah, so I I don't really know why he was, unless he just thought it'd be fun to scare some people while he's robbing a bank. Yeah. Batman has a really bad outfit in this show. It's not the worst. It's not the worst of the Batman outfits, but it's still really bad. At least he doesn't have metal nipples. Which one does he have metal nipples? I believe that is... Here, I can look it up. I think it's like one of it's not is it Batman and Robin like that film from like the 70s or 80s here let me see Batman and Robin uh in that one it doesn't look like it no in that one it looks like he has it's just um armored yep and there's Looks like it is, um, it looks like it is from Batman and Robin. Huh. The film. No, it's Batman Forever. That's weird. But I mean, this outfit wasn't much better. It was not that great. It's always going to be better than middle nipples to me, personally. Uh, I thought, I, the, the ears are the worst part for me. The little horns, the bat ears. Like, they're on every single. I know interpretation, but they're always like it's the part that annoys me the most about Batman. Like, he doesn't have superpowers, so you figure that his outfit would be designed to be as practical as possible. So like, I wouldn't. It's like how the Daredevil TV show they switched. They go. So in the Daredevil TV show, they start with him in this black outfit with like some just like this mask covering his eyes, and then they upgrade him to this red, uh, like advanced outfit. But it's like really, it's not as agile, and it's like just not as good of an outfit. So they take it out in season three, and like that's what they. 
That's what they should do with Batman. They should give him, like, a practical outfit. Yeah, I mean, it's not really much of a point in having tiny bat ears. But he seems to like it. You can throw in some of that cape action and give him, like, gliders. Like, bat-shaped gliders. But don't give him a cape and stuff. He's, like... The, the, it would get caught in so much stuff. <laughs> yeah. True. Look at the Incredibles. When, uh... What's her name? The costume designer is like, No capes! Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> but I know. No capes. Alright. Yeah. They're kind of impractical. Unless you're flying. But, I mean, even then, not really. Yeah. But, I mean... Also, Batman it doesn't have superpowers. He's just a rich, buff guy. So he's basically Iron Man, but with less cool technology and no humor. So, like... But I feel like that's a big part of, like, DC movies and comics. They're just... They're not as funny. They don't, they don't take themselves as, like... They take themselves too seriously sometimes. Yeah, like... It's a movie about a guy dressed up as a giant bat beating up people in clown masks. You can throw in some humor. And they I feel like they tried to do that in this movie, but they just failed so hard. Yeah, there was a few jokes in there. But they Not all many. didn't land because it was like at it was at the wrong times. It was not like the it just wasn't funny in some cases. Yeah. Um, so we see him robbing the bank, and then we kind of... Like, the most interesting thing that really happens next is, like... I don't even know what happens next. Um, we see Rachel and Harvey winning a case from the Mafia. Well, they lock up, like, 500 people, don't they? He does. Yeah, he's charging, a, like, a ton of people for crimes. And they, they, they're they starting to win, but then they're like, well, we're, we're gonna lose. I mean, there was too much politics in this movie, too. Like, I don't care about that. I want to see either you beating people up and jokes involved, or I want you to remove all of the beating people up and talk about politics with people dressed in normal suits, not bat suits. I mean, I think there can be a healthy medium in there, but I don't know if they found it entirely. I think the point was just to show that Harvey was, like, a good attorney and like you know he took his job seriously but i mean look at the newer like the best dc movies are suicide squad harley quinn and or the birds of prey and the something something harley quinn and yeah there's, that, harley that. quinn's not there's only two with harley quinn in it i believe no there's suicide squad and then there's harley quinn slash birds of like it's called birds of prey and the something emancipation of harley quinn yeah but it's not a third film what 
You said there was a third film. No, I didn't. Okay. I misunderstood then. Um, I disagree. I don't like Suicide Squad. No. I think it's a Suicide bad Squad's film. Suicide Squad's not a good movie, but Margot Robbie is brilliant in it. And Will Smith. They're fun. I haven't seen Birds of Prey yet. I've heard it's better than Suicide better. Squad. Is, like, a lot yeah, better. It is a lot better. It's just Margot Robbie. They took out all the bad characters. <laughs> they put in some eh, okay writing. And they added in a few superhero or anti-heroes. And, you know, they took out the Joker. So they, they took out all the bad stuff of Suicide Squad. And it was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're not talking about the bad that stuff in Suicide Squad was? The what? serious stuff. Yeah. I was gonna say, I like this uh, version, I guess is how you'd say it, of the Joker. Like, well, out of all the ones I've seen, I would say I like him. Yeah, he is best. a good Joker. He's the best. He's a but good also, Joker. The guy committed suicide like three months after the movie came out because he did method acting of the Joker and couldn't sleep. And then he just killed himself. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't think we should keep that in the episode. <laughs> what? Like, being like, yeah, well, he killed himself. I'm just stating a fact. Like, it was a sad incident. Like, he was a really good actor. And then, because like, he did this, he did method acting, which is never good for the actor. And he ended up like, he couldn't sleep because he'd been keeping himself up as the Joker. And then he ended up committing suicide. I think there's just more of a um, sensitive way to put it. <laughs> that is pretty... Sen- it's, I'm not... I'm not, like... I feel like that was an okay way to say it. It was a sad event. Still is sad. But he was, like... He kind of... His method acting kind of put him into a bad spot mentally. Yes. It is very sad that the actor died. Yeah. Um, but he did have a very good part in this movie. Um, yeah. I mean, I think he was the best actor in the film, to be honest. Out of all of them, he was the most interesting yeah. The Batcave sucks in this show. Yeah, a little bit. I agree with that. It's literally a concrete block. There's, yeah, nothing going on in there. It's all very boring. You don't really see much. It's like concrete and lights. And it's like, oh, look, I'm in a basement. It was not good. <laughs> yeah, and then so we see them... Try to see out how to this. We see them, the Joker, like threatening the mafia and how he wants money and stuff. Yeah, I was bored at this point. I know because I wrote in here, I am bored because like it had been thirty minutes and other than the beginning scene, there wasn't any action or anything. I will say it did take a very long time to get to like action scenes like it was slow in the beginning yeah I agree no with that. it was slow in the middle in the end and in the beginning like you would go 30 minutes and get an action scene and then you would go an hour and get an action scene and then you would get an hour and you would get the grand finale which was less 
grand than the beginning action scene. Well, we see them they make this deal with the mafia, how he's going to get however much money. And then we really cut to Rachel and Harvey going to that party at Bruce Wayne's house. Wait, before that, there are quite a few... Uh, there are quite a few, like, issues with the Batman's relationship with the police. Like, at first, it's... The first issue is that he is... Like, he works really closely with the street, with the police. Like, he goes and he talks to them and they tell him who to arrest and stuff. And, which is, like, weird. They should just be arresting him. But then also, like, the idea of putting a light in the sky with a bat symbol in it. Why would, like, why is that the best way to get in contact? Just give him a burner phone. Like, I think it's just like a nod to like the bat signal that's like been used. But in, like, the, the bat signal is dumb. What if he's playing Fortnite on his eighteen hundred monitors in his bat cave? How is he supposed to see it? <laughs> there is way too many monitors, but yeah, it's not the most efficient way to get a hold of Batman for sure. Plus, everybody knows then that the police are working with Batman. It's probably done a great look for them, you know. Looking, working with the vigilante. VPN. This would be a great spot for, like, a VPN to sponsor us, just saying. <laughs> so, NordVPN, ExpressVPN, if you're out there, hit me up. Totally um, not shameless plug. Yeah. Alright. Was there any other problems that you saw with the police? Oh yeah, no, there were so many. Like, the gadgets in the show, uh, I don't know which part, which gadget I was referring to, probably just all of them are horrible. Like, that literally, he has one thing that... He has to hold his arm horizontal or parallel, like, with his arm facing away from him, and then shoot, it shoots, like, ninja-throwing star things. But he, the only time he uses it is when he gets pinned down with his arm across his chest, which is, like, such rare chances. Like, the gadget was put there for literally no reason other than to get him out of one scenario in the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> they did attempt a joke then, though. Because he was talking to the Joker and he was like, do you want to know? Joker was like, do you want to know how I got these scars? Batman was like, no, but I know how I got these ones. Oh, that was a bad joke. <laughs> it was a joke, though. Ah, the dialogue was so bad in this movie. It was so bad. It, it was like... Just weird. Again, the Joker's was the best. No, the Joker had some... The actor was really good. But some of his lines were horrible. Like, the, he has this big grand speech when he's in uh, the fundraiser, when he breaks into the fundraiser. 
which for one thing, he can't vlog. He's holding the camera and it's just shaking <laughs> around and it looks like he's it looks like he's on a roller coaster or something, which annoyed me because it's it was 2008. There were so many YouTube vloggers at that point. The Joker. Well, not really. 2008, I'm pretty sure there were a few. I mean, not like full-on vloggers probably. There was like YouTube channels, but yeah. not But there were vloggers. I mean, it wasn't like a super big thing, I don't think. It was starting to pick up. Alright. Probably. But, like, it wasn't... 2008 was still, like, YouTube was just kind of becoming, like, oh, well, we can get money from this and stuff, you know? I don't think you know about the history of YouTube. YouTube didn't... Right. YouTube's been around for a while now. Like 2004 like 2005. Well, that was close. Vlogging they really didn't started, have... Vlogging started in 2000. But there was full-on just vlog channels at this point. That's what you're saying. Yes, there were the vlog channels. Alright. I don't know if, like... I mean, probably there was some, but not as many as there is now. Of course not as many as there are now. Now anyone... Okay, the point... Joker's not a vlogger, okay? He just wants to kill people. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Leave also, him alone. There's a, a different side of it. There is the idea... Uh, the uh, film theory guy, uh, whatever his name is. Have you heard of him? I believe so. Film theory. He he has a really good theory on the subject that the Joker is actually the good guy because you know he pretty much single handedly takes down the mafia. Like, do you notice that he I takes mean... down the mafia, and then he's like trying to take out a corrupt man, and like he or he's trying he yeah he's trying to take out a corrupt government. In a way of, like, you want to be very picky about it, yes, he does destroy the mafia, but the only reason he does any of that, like, destroys people's careers and, like, their criminal plans and whatever, is because he wants to, like, take over the city and kill does he a bunch of innocent... Does he say that? He implies it very thoroughly. You know, by, like, blowing up a hospital and um, saying he just wants the city to be anarchy and that he's going to rule the city. I would say it's a pretty close call, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, he warns them about the hospital with so much time that everyone gets out. I'm not going to argue this point. It's... Whatever you say. still blew up a hospital. He didn't need to do that. Also, the way they shoot most of the film, it, like the actual, uh, how the video, what is it called? The shots. like The all, frame. The frames, yeah. They're just horrible. Like, there's so much spinning and stuff in still moments. And I was just like, man, I either want to throw up or turn it off. And I know which one I'd rather do. <sighs> Alright, this next part.
we get to the scene where they go to the fundraiser. And we see Bruce, like, show up late, and he has, like, a bunch of people with him, whatever. But he does, he makes a speech to Harvey, saying that, you know, he's a good public defender, and that, you know, he's done a lot for their city, which is sweet, seeing as, you know, he's dating the girl that, you know, Bruce seems to like, Rachel. Which, speaking of which, I really liked Rachel's performance. I don't know the actress's name. Oh, no, I thought she was horrible. Right off the top of my head. Oh, that's... I thought she was a terrible actress. Why? I thought she was very, very... Not monotone. I thought she only had one emotion, which was depression. Like, no matter what situation she was in, she was always just, like, in a depressed mood. Not really. I didn't know that she seemed like she would joke around and stuff, with her, mostly with Hardy, but... I thought she was a boring character as well. To be fair, we don't get a lot of background for most of these characters, which is something I didn't like. We yes, didn't, you do. We don't know much about the characters. There is a whole movie before it, Ollie. Did you not know that? The Dark Knight is the second movie. Oops. Well, cool. Batman Begins it. is the first movie, which I've seen. Which is, I was curious if you knew that because you had told us to, that we were going to record this one first. And I was like, hmm. Okay. Why didn't you tell me? Because I figured you knew. No. Okay, well, what are you seen not the movie know now? that you're one of, like, this movie that you like so much is not only not the first one, but it also has a prequel and a sequel? Well, I knew there was, like, three movies, but I didn't know which one came first. Oh, I don't know. There's one called Batman Begins. That one's probably I didn't the look. last one. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> and then, even if you'd gotten the other one mixed up, like, the next one is called The Dark Knight Rises, isn't it? That one, even that I could understand getting mixed up for the first one, because, you know, it has rises in it, and, like, you know. The... But The Dark Knight of all of those sounds like the one like either the middle or the end i literally just picked off the list that you sent me so i'm pretty sure well wait, wait did you wait did i have I that did. On my list? you did have this one on your list yes oh, i'm so sad for myself so god that was, was a little bit your fault at a point <laughs> yeah so there's an entire beginning movie uh, I guess I should say that there's a first movie where he goes to China and learns how to fight, and then all, all of the contacts he has in this show, right, like the guy, uh, the African-American guy that builds him all that gear, he's the one that builds the Batmobile in the first movie. There's, like, he goes through all this rigorous training. Uh, I believe Rachel's in it. That That's all I really remember. I haven't seen it in a while. Oh, you see his, you see the stereotypical Batman backstory where his parents are shot in front of him. Mm. Fun. But, y yeah, that, that's it. So you can't really make a complaint about the, that because, you know, they did have an extra two hours that you can watch about them. 
Ja. So wanna what wanna wanna go on to the next part? Sure. What do you have? Alright. Uh let's see. Oh, there's this quote in the one scene that's uh some men just want to watch the world born burn, not born, burn. Uh and that's a pretty famous quote, which I'm gonna mark a mm -hmm. point against the movie because it got so famous and so annoying that now it's just like a cliche. And I don't think you can I don't think it's from this movie. Like I swear I've heard that. Like I swear I've like I've heard that before the Joker. To be fair, I didn't have to watch the first movie to watch this one. I understood every single thing that was happening in the movie, so I don't know how that means about the quality of the film, but... <laughs> it is not... Doesn't seem like a sequel, really. I don't know. It's not... Oh, wait. Is this it? John Weiss? I don't know. I don't really care. I mean, I just, it doesn't feel like it, I personally, am, I've, not personally, I really think I've heard that quote before, the movie. But maybe I'm Probably. wrong. I guess I'll never know. <laughs> also, the, into the entire sh movie, I just kept thinking Spider-Man is better. You're always going to think that Spider-Man's... Like, but everything's Spider better! The... Spider-Man's outfit is more practical and, like, better looking. Especially Miles Morales. He has the best one. And then, like, his superpowers are so much cooler. Like, being able to shoot webs. Sure, he can't glide, but, I mean, he can pretty much, like... He can swing around. And he does it all while being a broke college student. Or a broke high school student, or a broke middle school student, depending on which movie you're watching. I'm not going to argue that Spider-Man's a better superhero, because I agree with that. Which makes me mad, because this is considered a- or this has, like, m more people have watched it, and people have rated it better than that, than all of the Spider-Man movies. Which, to be fair, Tobey Maguire and and. Andrew Garfield were horrible. Yeah. But Tom Holland is good. Tom Holland is good. I don't know if everything, like, I don't know if it was entirely um, Andrew Garfield's fault. It just wasn't a super well-written movie in the first place. Yeah. But also, but he was too old to be playing Peter Parker anyways. The Andrew Garfield storyline is also much more serious, which makes it worse. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is the one where MJ dies, right? It's one of them. There's two of them, I yeah, believe. Yeah, there's the Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Which is the other thing. The Tom Holland movies are the first ones that stopped calling it Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, and they didn't give us the backstory again, which was so good, right? 
Like, I just wanted to see some Spider-Man action. Oh, and the twist in Spider-Man uh, Homecoming is so good with Who the Vulture is. Oh, it's so good. Oh, it's such a good movie. Oh, I love that movie so much. We have to watch that movie. Okay. Oh, it's such a good movie. Now let's talk, we got so off topic, we should probably talk about the movie we're actually talking oh, about. But I don't want to. You, I don't think you understand. This is the first movie we've done that I actually didn't want to watch after, like, starting it. Like, most of the other movies were bad, but I was like, oh, I'm glad I watched them. I'm not glad I watched this. It just hurt me. I really didn't think it was that bad. It was so bad. <laughs> Was so I thought the bad. most boring movie that we watched was, um, I don't even remember the name of it. That's how boring I thought it was. It was, um, I feel bad because it's a real true story from World War II. Oh, the Great Escape. The Great Escape. That was, a, I, I just... that was an interesting movie, but it was just hard to review. It was hard to review, and I got, I think it was just too long. Like, like, kind of drug some of it out I thought it was longer than they needed to. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I just found it more this boring than this movie. movie. I don't think so. I will fight to the death for this one. This one. Well, I'll fight to the death for most things. I know you will. That's why I try not to fight with you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care enough. I don't care about this movie either. Oh, I'm so excited for the next one, though, that we're going to record today. So, yeah, next week, uh, next week's episode is going to be really good because I'm so excited for that one. All right, well, let's finish this one up. Yeah, so we can um, get to the next one. That's a good motivation. <laughs> okay, so they're at this party. They see and like the evidence and stuff that there's a bunch of DNA from these different people that the Joker has said that he's going to kill people if oh, yeah. the Batman doesn't unmask himself and whatever. Um, so they go after all these people, and I think all of them die, except for the judge. No, the judge um, dies. And um, then, so they, they save Harvey. The DA. Because he's at the party. Um, He's at the party, and... At this fundraiser at Wayne's house, and he like chokes him out right after he proposes to Rachel, and passes out. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, then we see the Joker come and be like, "Haha, I am here, I guess." And then, yeah, Rachel's like, "Go away." And then, and that's all we don't. We don't see, like, what, how, when he leaves. Like, we don't no. see, like... It just kind of, like, skips forward. It's like, oh, yeah, he was there. Yeah. I don't really remember that. Well, I don't remember how it ends. But I do remember that at one point, the DA is like... He do, he turns to Rachel and is like, go someplace safe. And she's like, okay, I'll go to my ex-boyfriend's house. It's safe there. And then he just, like, goes with it. He's like, mm, all right, that's fine. And I'm like... Harvey? Really? Yeah, Harvey. Two-Faced. Uh, so we... Two-Faced, yes. So really not much happens in between then and when they get kidnapped. Yeah. They get kidnapped, Rachel and the DA, Harvey. They get put in two separate buildings. 
And at this point, the Joker's been arrested, and they're like... And then he's like, you get to save one, and then he switched to them, so Batman actually saves Harvey. Instead of Rachel, so she dies. Which is fine, because she was a bad character anyway. I honestly wish more people had died in this film. Would have been slightly better of a film then. Yeah, that was one thing that I noticed, though. So, when Two-Face is... When he becomes Two-Face, uh, his left the left side of his face is mutilated, right? But mm-hmm. when he was dying, or when he was not dying, when he was in the fire, his the left side of his face was coated in gasoline, but it was also forced against the ground. And his right side was exposed to the explosion. So I feel like his right, like the right side of his face... In, reality both sides of his face would have been melted and he would have been dead because he wouldn't have survived an explosion well they weren't in the explosion they made it out and then it is like still close to them but oh wait that's what no never mind they had it right because his his the right side of it or the left side of his face is coated in gasoline and he gets set on fire that's Mm. why okay never mind they're fine on that Two-Face just did kind look of... really cool, though. I will say that. Two-Face had a very, very good character design. Yeah, I feel like his eye... His eye's, like, fully functioning and just, like, there, and it's, like, exposed, and I feel like maybe he... That shouldn't... Maybe his eye should have been... Yeah, the eye. the eye. I remember the eye. The eye wouldn't have worked uh, because there was no eyelid, which means the eye wasn't receiving uh, hydration, which means it would have been causing him either extreme pain or like it wouldn't be working so they would i feel like they would have done something well he refused to get skin grafts yeah which i think he would have died if he hadn't like not skin grafts i think he would like if your face is that badly burned i think you're dead not necessarily um i mean you'd be in a lot of pain I'm gonna look probably, it up. like the rest of your life. So we see Rachel die and Harvey gets saved and things in the hospital. At this point, the Joker has escaped custody from the police and decides By to putting a bomb in a fat guy. Yeah. He decides to blow the hospital. So he warns them that the hospital will blow up unless Batman unmasks himself. Okay, here. Wait, I'm going to read you. This is from Gabe. I guess I should probably censor his last name. We'll just call him Gabe. But this is, uh, his. he's a doctor. And this is his answer to how Two-Face's condition would have worked. Oh, wait, no, he says, I am not a doctor. Let's skip this one. I am not a doctor. Okay. Never mind. I thought it said, I am a doctor. But it says he, oh, he's studying anatomy. Okay, so it's okay. As to the eye, uh, the tissue damage surely destroyed the pain receptors in his skin. Those are usually destroyed even with a third-degree burn, and his skin's totally gone on that side of the face. As to the eye, it would probably stay in place as well. The musculature 
should remain intact since it is mostly behind the eye and what actually holds the eye, in, and that's what actually holds the eye in place. I do not think his eye would be clear like it is. However, it'd be clouded in white or possibly bloodshot if his cap capillaries hadn't repaired yet. He almost definitely, he'd almost definitely be blind in that eye as well. No way his eyelids could burn off and his cornea not be destroyed. He might look around without it out of muscle memory, but he'd see virtually nothing. Regarding possible infection, during his stay in the hospital, he'd likely be fine regardless of the length of his stay. The staff would keep the wound clean and sterilized, which would stave off infection. As to after the hospital, he'd have about 48 hours before infection set in and a day or so after that before any noticeable signs would appear. So depending on the time scale, yes, he could go gallivanting around murdering people, but not very long. Huh. It's very really possible. Thank you, but... Mr. Gabe. Um, so we see the Joker go to the hospital to blow it up. Everybody's getting evacuated. He goes to Harvey's room. Well, I suppose we should say there's a police officer that comes to speak to him first, and he asks them what he calls them, um, what his old nickname used to be, and it was Two-Faced. So, that's where we get that from. Yeah. But, we see the well, Joker come to see That wasn't a very good backstory him. for the name. It was a backstory, at least. Um... Then we see the Joker come to the hospital, uh, dressed up as a maid. Harvey gets angry, wants to kill him because, you know, he's the reason that Rachel died. So then he puts a gun to it, the Joker puts a gun to his head and then puts it in Harvey's hand. And then Harvey's like, yo, I'm gonna flip this coin. Which was um, in no way which... foreshadowed at all. Definitely not. And you either get to live or you get to die. Which I thought this was dumb. This scene was dumb. Because if that was me and I decided to flip this coin, you want to do it for like the the theatrical effect. Sure. Fun. Play into the little Joker's game. But it doesn't matter what it lands on. You still shoot him. Like. <laughs> well, he, uh, the first time he did it, he, like, I actually think the coin is a really... I think that's probably the most accurate part of the film because before that he would he's seen uh flipping a coin and he's saying if it's heads uh you live if it's tails you die and then he keeps flipping it and telling him it's tails until the guy gives in out of like terror and it turns out the coin is both sides or were originally heads but then in the explosion one side of it is burned severely so he takes the coin, and that's when he starts using it. And, like, honestly, for a person who, I'm assuming he got brain damage, like, or was it, like, on the edge before and was just pushed over the edge in this scene after Rachel's death, and he kind of becomes psychotic, I totally think that that he would, like, in his, somewhere in his brain, he would revert to the coin-flipping strategy again. Well, he's more just bent on revenge, more than anything. Yeah. More than having any sort of, we'd never establish that he has some sort of brain damage or anything, so he just seems to be angry and wants revenge. Uh, 
So if you want revenge, it was pretty crazy beforehand. Not really. Mm, do you remember the scene where he's aiming the gun at the guy and starts flipping the coin? That's a really creepy That's scene. True. That's true. He does do that. I just have a note randomly here that just says this is stupid. <laughs> uh, I'm so happy I put that in there. Adds a lot, yeah. Also, Two-Face looks like the Terminator. Burnside looks a lot like the Terminator. Yeah, that's true. So basically we see um, Harvey and... He kidnaps the commissioner's son and wife. Yes. And daughter. And then Batman saves them all. After he threatens them. And then Two-Face dies. And then they cover it up. So that he looks like a good guy. Yeah, because they don't want any, the public to know that like the person they hailed a hero. Kind of killed. Tried to kill a bunch of people. Yeah, because they don't want more vigilantes. Yeah. And then Alfred so, burns the note that Rachel left to Batman. Saying that she's going to marry Harvey. Yeah. And that she wants to be his friend, but she's not going to wait for him because he's always going to be Batman. He's never going to not. <laughs> and at this point... My, I was watching this movie with my dad. My dad loves this movie. And I was like, this, alright, that was a, tor a horrible movie. And he was like, what? I mean, I don't, this wasn't like my favorite movie ever, but I, I just don't think it's terrible, personally. It was bad, it was terrible. I've seen a lot worse of Batman movies, to be fair. I don't know, like, but the other ones were like, laughable at least. This one wasn't laughable it didn't even was... make me laugh i just didn't like them but like from <laughs> my perspective like they were good as a kid like they were just a fun little thing to watch like and they didn't take themselves too seriously right like depending on which ones you're talking about um i was thinking about the oh gosh i'm talking about the director's name right now the one with Robin and Batwoman. No. Oh, those ones. You mean Cat? No, no, Batwoman. There's a movie no. with Batwoman. Oh, probably. I haven't seen it though. Batman and Robin. I'm... That one has Batwoman in it. I was talking about the Tim Burton ones. Oh. Was Tim. What were yeah, the Tim Burton Batman movies? They kind of. They came out. In either, I think the 70s. Yeah. Wait, no, that's not Tim Burton. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong person. I also didn't watch them as a kid, though. I watched them when I was, like, 13. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I was a kid, but not a young kid. Oh, I think... The one with Nick... Nichols... Nicholson and Keaton... Uh, there is, it, yeah, there's Batman films by Tim Burton, came out in the 80s. Hmm. Those aren't very good, in my opinion. They're not my favorite. I didn't like them. I only watched 
Yeah. I mean, I don't think Batman's a very good story. It's just a rich guy with too much money. Alright, I think that's going to conclude this episode, unless you have anything else to say about it. No. <sighs> Alright, well, thank you for listening. Uh, next week's episode should be Charade. Hopefully we'll get a Thanksgiving episode out, and hopefully we'll have a guest on soon. Now we're all remote, so, and we're in stage 3 lockdown in uh, our state again. So, yeah, we're, we're kind of going to, I think we're going to be fine. We have time. To, like, yeah, we're going to be able to get a guest because we're like, well, where are you going to be? What else are you going to do? Do our podcast. Maybe we can blackmail some people. <laughs> I have one person that I can blackmail. I, sh I say blackmail. I it's really just she owes me a favor. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah. Blackmail's illegal. <laughs> Don't do All blackmail, right. kids. Have a good one. This is the Social Ad Outcast podcast. Please don't sue us for corrupting your children. Have a good one.